0: It's time for Larry! 2021, 6.06 p.m., one day after the Milwaukee Bucks, your Milwaukee Bucks, won the NBA championship. The NBA season is over. Long live the new NBA season. Uh,
1: The draft is next week, I believe.
0: The draft is next week, um, which is one of my favorite days of the year, not quite as exciting for me this year because the Knicks are not in the lottery. But maybe they'll trade up. Who knows? So, who here watched the game last night? Two of the three. That makes
2: us three of the four, including myself. I hope
1: hope there's no spoilers in this
2: podcast for you, G-Force. Ah, jeez. I I DVR'd it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, boy... Yeah, everybody nobody I, I stayed home from work today i avoided all the all the news sites ah jeez.
0: well you had
2: well uh, uh, geez force
0: ah uh, jeez, force sorry greg we're gonna have to spoil it for you the Bu- yeah, actually
2: i already did the bucks one you yeah. did <laughs> yeah it's, it's fine it's i'm just kidding folks i don't care about basketball
0: oh <laughs> wow well, you came to the right show <laughs> the, Where am I? The G stands for Giannis. Um, because Giannis scored fifty points. was amazing. One of the wow. greatest um finals performances of all time. I was I was texting with my my friend Joseph, who some of you know, and like towards the end of the first quarter, he started doing all these drives and with crafty finishes with like layups to get around Aiton's block. And I I texted him and I texted him, this is over. I turned (laughs) out sort of wrong because the the Suns did come back and took the lead, but it was over. Um, Yeah. The right team won. Uh, Sean, I know you watched uh, and you generally don't watch. What was like your biggest takeaway?
1: Well, I thought it was a lock from the first quarter when Middleton stole the ball and then had that fast break. Mm-hmm. It happened in the first quarter.
0: I think so. I'm not remembering this specifically.
1: That's a Middleton is a, a, a player, he's a guy. Right? He's a guy. Yeah. Anyway, from that point on, I couldn't take my eyes off of that player. I'm not that familiar. I knew who Giannis was. You know what I mean? But I thought it was uh, it was an exciting game the whole way through, but I thought the Bucks were going to take it. And it's amazing that they came back 0-2. to two. Yeah. You know, yeah. Great series for them. Memorable.
0: Memorable for the people of Milwaukee. The whole
1: city should be uh, flying high right now.
0: I think they are. Apparently, <laughs> It looks like the entire city was there at the arena.
1: <laughs> It was I, a little I, alarming to see that many people out there. I definitely would have been on the outskirts. I probably wouldn't have had a mask on, but I would have definitely been like, up across the street.
0: Mm-hmm. With that yeah. many, just
3: yeah, with Delta going around. Um,
1: yeah, like, did you? Um,
3: yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. They said like sixty five thousand people. I think that was the inside and outside added together. Maybe. But, um, that's what they were,
1: that's what they were saying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, here's another takeaway I had from it. it. Because I, of course, watched some of the, the, the Cavs and the um, in Golden State. And I've watched, and I watched a little bit of, I don't know, I've seen other finals. You know what I mean? It seemed like these teams didn't hate each other as much as other past teams have. Mm. Am I wrong in that? You've watched more of the series than I did.
0: Um. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a there was a little bit between maybe PJ Tucker or Jay Crowder, but not not too much. There was yeah. a lot in like earlier rounds, like in earlier rounds when PJ Tucker was feuding with Kevin Durant. That was kind of like some hate sure. um, in the series. You're talking about Draymond Green punched LeBron James in the nuts.
1: Yeah, that's right. I remember that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had none of that this year. Yeah. I guess the closest we got was Bobby Portis uh high stepping around the that court. Was that was
3: good. That was good. Well I think part of it is that Giannis doesn't hate anybody. Mm. Like there he should go. he should have hated Chris Paul for trying to undercut him at the end of game five when he went in for that alley oop. Like that, if you go back oh, yeah. and look at that was a dirty play, which it's sort of redundant to say a Chris Paul dirty play, but it was that was a that was a punk move that could have ended very very badly. And I I don't know. I I got all the all the love that was has been showered on Chris Paul. It, it's just it's just funny to see his true colors come out um in moments mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So tough break dude. It is a tough
0: break for him. I you know I I but going into the series I picked Phoenix. I thought I, I mean, I thought they were one of the maybe during the year, maybe even a better team than Milwaukee is close. Um, Chris Paul clearly was not right. I don't know if right. it's his head or his hand. He, I, I thought like the, the, it was almost like they were destined to win this year because Chris Paul has always notoriously had either injuries or, or something happen that's led him to not win a finals and bad luck in the playoffs. And it looked like it was happening twice this year. He had that stinger injury against the Lakers. Then he got COVID. Uh, but he comes back from all of those and seems okay. And then in the conference finals, and then this round just couldn't
3: do anything. Yeah. And the injury luck went in his favor, right? Cause that they wouldn't have yeah. beaten the Lakers if Davis had been healthy, they wouldn't have beaten the Clippers. If Kawhi had been healthy. So it almost it did seem like it was Novitsky twenty eleven or something where a guy like exercises all his playoff demons and wins a championship. But nope. (laughs) got state farm. So yeah, I did you so the I thought the loudest the crowd got, it was close. It might have been the second loudest the crowd got last night. Was when Lopez went for that massive dunk. Did you real? Did you notice that when he went for that dunk and he like went over um, Aiton or whatever? Aiton was all the way up there, and Lopez yeah. dunked it, fourth and the crowd just blew up.
1: Fourth fourth quarter. Like this. Was- uh,
3: I think it was in the third quarter, but oh. it was it was sometime at a key moment when the game was like still in doubt, and um, Lopez like came in there and just slammed it, and the crowd it was as loud as the crowd got. Like at the end of the game when they won the championship, it was so. Yeah, people were all about it. I liked moments like that. That's fun.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess they love Lopez, but not as much as Bobby. <laughs> uh, did you see at the end when they were like doing the? Oh, Bobby's—he's a
3: star, man.
0: <laughs> he. Uh, oh yeah. Where? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Drew. Drew Holiday said, "Well, I don't have the keys to the city like Bobby does." <laughs>
3: Yeah, you know the Knicks should try and get a guy like that. <laughs> oh ouch. Look, I all the love in the world for Bobby. I I
0: I I tweeted this like a few maybe a month ago. So there's an expression. There's an acronym amongst Knicks fans. It's OKAC. It stands for once a nick, always a nick. Mm. <laughs> and uh there are a few exceptions to that i i think chris steps has has Porzingis <laughs> has relinquished his okac status but there are some like especially over the last 10 to 20 years when the knicks have sucked that there are like very like very beloved okacs um guys who like just you know played there a year aren't really part of knicks history were it really that good with the Knicks, yeah. but just somehow you just like love them. It's like, Oh, you, you put in your, you put in your time in the, in the service or something. And I, yeah. I just, yeah, I tweeted that, uh, Bobby Portis is the goat of OKX.
3: He, I mean, he, that basically is the very definition of all those things. Bobby yeah. Portis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was signed for like 15 million last year, which was definitely an overpay this year. He's getting like 3 million. Um, I do he one del- Yeah, go ahead. He delivered. He delivered for the he delivered for the Bucks. He was maybe their fourth most imp- fourth most important player in the finals.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I'll I'll never get over watching Drew Holiday on offense. Just like <laughs> it is it is just so random. Like yeah. whether he's going to hit the side of the backboard like miss the miss completely make a three-pointer like it's you just don't know
0: they mentioned um him making an all-star team with the sixers i don't remember that
3: i think that was like right the year before he went to new orleans
0: yeah which was the first move in the process
3: oh yeah because it was
0: trading him uh him in a pick for the, or maybe him for two picks, one of which was Nerland's Noel, who, uh, who's, he was on the Knicks this year. That's right. <laughs> all comes full circle.
1: I, I have a quick question for G-Force. Uh, yeah. What were you doing yesterday during the game? <laughs> and can you tell us a story about your time
2: during the game so we can feel left out? Mm-hmm. Yesterday... What, what time was the game when, when what were we doing yesterday between 9 p.m and midnight 9 p.m and midnight so i was probably in bed mm-hmm. um and no i was first i watched a little cheers um. uh and, and then i went to sleep so yeah it's a nice night yeah yeah but yeah, guys one of I want to talk about cheers it was a yeah, good episode. What, episode what episode did you watch? uh it was the one where uh it, this is it's a rebecca episode in the rebecca times um sam oh, i forget oh no norm becomes a painter to pay off his bar debt um and sam tags along with norm to rebecca's apartment Sounds familiar. And, I bet I sleep with Rebecca. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds yeah. familiar. Is he
0: painting something for Rebecca, or painting a picture of Rebecca? Pa- or like, uh, painting, painting her apartment
2: or her apartment. Oh, well, that type of painter. That type of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Norm could do the other kind of painting. I bet he's a talented guy. But... <laughs>
0: right. I mean, I'm familiar with the characters of Cheers, and I've seen some episodes, but I have not seen the entire collection, so I just embarrassed myself.
1: There's too much. There's too much. Yeah, there's too many episodes. I know it's a great show, but I'll never rewatch it. It's just, there's just too much.
2: It's a great show. Overall, it really holds up for for, you know for a show about like forty years old. That's really, that's really saying something.
0: Forty years old, boy. (laughs) Is it it really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: God bless Coach. God bless him.
2: God bless him. Hey, anyway, you guys go back to, to basketball you yeah. what? <laughs> we could stay where everybody knows your name, whichever. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Well, here's two moments where I thought this was going to go bad for the Bucs. The first quarter when Giannis had that traveling call against him, so mm-hmm. sloppy. Remember he was just like rolling the ball so, during the finals? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then – I don't know if you remember this. but There's a commercial, I think, for Chipotle for, and it was a tie-in with um, that uh, the basketball movie, the Space, LeBron one. Space Jam. Space Jam? Yeah, yeah. Two. At the very end of the commercial, there was like a little thing on the screen that was "If you text this phrase to this number, you can get a free burrito." Did you catch that? No. Yeah, it was during a commercial, and I did it. <laughs> I lost, and I was like, "This might not be good either."
2: Oh, it made you think maybe this Wait. is not a good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, you lost. What do you mean you lost? Like if you, you...
1: Was, like they, they were giving away like a hundred thousand free
2: burritos. And I oh, was, okay. You're too late. <laughs> like, Every everybody outside of
0: uh, in Deer Park texted. So. <laughs> yeah, they had the least delay because it was the closest to the feed. I guess I don't know.
1: But I wasn't that worried when the the Bucks were down during the uh, halftime. I wasn't that worried.
0: Yeah. In the in the fourth quarter, even when it was still a single digits game, when there was like two minutes left, it really felt like it was done. Like Phoenix yeah, yeah. kind of knew they were not going
3: to win.
1: Right. Do you do you know do you, John Larry? Do you know anyone who is upset that Phoenix didn't win?
3: Oh yeah. Oh. One of my one of my college friends is he was born and raised in uh, Phoenix, and he's a and he's a die hard, and. Mm.
1: Well, I'll also say this about the game. I've been to Phoenix and unimpressed. (laughs) And that's what I've heard from people who live there. Mm -hmm. People who live there told me, oh, you should visit Tempe. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been to Milwaukee, but it seems like a fun town.
0: It seems like it had fun Bucks fans. I, I. I went to Milwaukee once. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I had I did a tour of the Miller brewery.
1: Oh, cool, fun.
0: Um, I went to a Brewers game. Nice. I went to some restaurant kind of that had brats. What what was
1: that? What kind of beer? What so, <laughs> kind of beer did you order at the Brewers?
0: They give you a sampler at the end. Um, and usually when you go to breweries, it's very it's like their best. Yeah, yeah. This sampler Uh was their best. It was Miller Lite, Miller High Life, and MGD. Nice. But, you know, I I feel like I was saying this to somebody else. Miller High Life, one, I kind of like it. But also, that is, to me, like the quintessential beer. The way it looks. Because the bottle isn't tinted. So, I don't know. It's always like how I remember seeing beer in cartoons as a kid. Where it was just (laughs) this, like, yellow liquid that really looked... Uh, thirst quenching, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I also had this thought and high life is a great beer. Um, I had this thought while I was watching the game yesterday. Cause I was thinking about how in I, while visiting Phoenix, I had Phoenix locals tell me that Phoenix wasn't fun, you know, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, how Scranton, well, I've been to Scranton PA and Scranton has like a buzz about it that I think is just there because of the office. Hmm like Scranton itself knows that people outside of Scranton are aware of Scranton for the office because of the office. And I think it gives them some excitement. You know what I mean? It just gives the city something. And I think Milwaukee has had that since Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days. Mm. Mm. But were both of
3: those set there? Laverne and Shirley was. I don't know about Happy Days, but I guess it must have been
0: because it was a spinoff. It was Wisconsin for sure. I don't know if it was specifically Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, maybe like a suburb of Milwaukee. Yeah, all yeah. those, I mean,
0: all those shows were all those. Oh man, what? Uh, now why can't I'm blanking on the name of the crea- the creator?
1: Oh, um, okay, we'll get not it. Penny
2: Marshall, we'll it. Marshall but, not uh, pe- Yes,
0: Gary. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Gary Marshall. Yeah.
3: Yes. 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 Good work. Wait, and that Mark. '70s show was <laughs> Wisconsin, too, right?
2: That's,
1: that's yeah. correct. Yeah.
2: Yes. So yeah. all sitcoms in the late '70s had to be based in Wisconsin. And then in the early 80s, they had to move to Boston, which, you know, cheers. Oh, yeah. Mm.
0: But then shows about the 70s had to be based in Wisconsin.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'd be weird if it wasn't.
0: <laughs> You're like, this doesn't, this isn't accurate about the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> this is fake. Um, so, yeah. And I bet if you went to Milwaukee now, if you talk to those fans, none of them would be like, yeah, Milwaukee's not great. They'd, they'd be full of pride.
1: Oh, oh, totally.
3: Yeah, maybe they don't have a great, you know, track record on race relations, but mm-hmm. like, good place to party. Yeah, good basketball team. Right.
0: Um. Yeah. Are you Are you referencing the past summer or something else?
3: <laughs> well, like, just Milwaukee's been known it, for years for being like oh, a segregated, segregated yeah. city. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. what happened last summer was not like a surprise. Right. Mm-hmm. For people who kind of know the walking.
0: Mm. Mm. It's unfortunate. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully may things they, change. They
1: improve. Maybe may we all grow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, also, when you were, Sean, you were saying that it doesn't seem like these people hate each other. And then you said, like, Giannis doesn't hate anybody. He's got to yeah. be, I think, the most likable superstar in any sport. I can't think of anybody more likable, more just like universally beloved than him. Oh, uh,
1: You know, I just watched a documentary on Netflix and um, it was about a weightlifter named Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman. Um, I didn't know that, you know, bodybuilding, we all know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. I guess this guy is actually better than... Arnold because he won Mr. Olympia for eight, eight times. Oh, wow. And, um, the documentary is Ronnie Coleman, the King. It's really good. He's kind of going through his body is a little torn up. Cause he did push himself kind of too hard. Um, but I don't know. He's got like a wonderful attitude. He's just happy to be alive, even though he's going through like constant pain and mm. like, Trouble walking anyway, so I
0: guess, yeah. So, Giannis is the second most lovable superstar. I think that so.
3: Ronnie is one of those guys on Amazon that has like a five star review average, but only three or four reviews, (laughs) right? Right, and like Giannis, maybe it's 4.8, but it's like thousands and thousands, yeah. Yeah,
1: dude, Giannis is a superstar, yeah,
0: yeah. But I'm now I'm interested in watching uh Ronnie Coleman, the king, it's good, yeah.
1: I did spoil a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I know how many Mr. Olympians he's won.
1: Yeah. And his, like, health problems. Yeah. Because, like, the first two minutes of it, they build him up so wonderfully, and it's like, holy shit, this guy is, like, incredible. And I actually did recognize, I think you'll recognize mm-hmm. his face. Okay. If you don't know the name, Ronnie Coleman. Uh, and then, like, within three minutes, they go into, like, his current health problems. But, I don't know, he's... He's got a champion champions attitude.
0: I like that. I like that. John, where, um, where would you rank Giannis right now
3: in the NBA? Um, as far as uh, likability or skill skill, <laughs> man? I, I mean, he's gotta be, he's easily top five mm-hmm. and I don't know. He's close to, he's close to the top. I mean, I, he's not like Kevin Durant can do, can handle the ball better than, than mm-hmm. he can right staff can shoot better than he can um but i think in terms of both sides of the floor um <clears throat> if you if you factor in both things i think he's got to be the best player yeah is, straight up just the, have, the best does he have speed which is that the uh yes he he, he he has closing speed for blocks mm-hmm. and for and for alley-oops and whatnot like he's Crazy fast,
0: and yeah, yeah. yeah, when he gets going downhill towards the rim, like his strides are just so long that he covers so much ground so quickly. Yeah, he, th- and, and the most amazing thing about last night was him going seventeen for nineteen from the line, which is his oh, biggest yeah. weakness. Uh, you know, it, it. What is so impressive about this year's playoffs run for him? We've talked about Ben Simmons a little bit on this show and how he's choked, sort of precipitated by his. His lack of anything good from the free throw line. Giannis is always unfazed by that. He'll he'll have a game where he goes four for twelve from the line or whatever, and still will go it in the, in the crowds. You know, doing their count. Yeah. And he's just he's going to do his routine where he does his fake his pantomime shot and then takes it six dribbles. Yes. And it and it works.
3: So, got him. Yeah, He's amazing. It's just, he doesn't, I think it's, I think part of it is just where he comes from. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think, you know, you grow up in a tough enough situation, but with like a really supportive family and all this stuff, it's like you just stuff just doesn't matter. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. like what people write about him, what people say about him, like none of that stuff matters and what matters to him um, are like the people on his team, and in the organization, but then like even the fans in the city of Milwaukee, like he is a, he's a loyal guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. The fact that he, you know, signed the extension, didn't want to test free agency.
1: I have, I have one other comment about yeah. his ability. And I think this is something that we can all, this is a question that we can all answer. Um, this, I think this is a level playing field question for all of us. Would the Space Jam sequel have been better if Giannis was in it instead of (laughs) (laughs) LeBron? And I don't think any of us have seen it, so it's like right, right. Mm. I'm going to say it would have been better.
3: I'm going to say unequivocally, unequivocally, it would have been better. Yeah, because I think that I think part of what would be awesome about Giannis being it was just not taking himself too seriously right like lebron for all his greatness and he is so great in so many ways like he has to constantly live up to this lebronness sure. and that doesn't necessarily equate with free-flowing fun kids movie acting right. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And i haven't seen the movie i'm just i don't know and he was great in train wreck He was, he was. But also I did see the trailer for this movie, the Space Jam sequel, like a few weeks ago when I went to see F9. And when I watched the trailer for the Space Jam sequel, I was just like, "It." again, it's a kid's movie, but I was just like, I'm not buying it. Hmm. I wonder why,
0: because Michael Jordan at that time was like the the most famous person on the planet. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and LeBron is, is like almost that level of fame too. But Michael Jordan, you know, he had all these cam- ad campaigns like to be like Mike. Um, he was in many ways um, like a kid's idol, uh, but he's not a likable guy <laughs> at all.
1: True, <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: So I don't know. G-Force, what do you think? Well, the you know, the first Space Jam, it wasn't good. I don't think anybody, mm-hmm. so... And I haven't seen this, the, the, the new space jam, but I was sort of, I felt like I was surprised it's getting bad reviews. And if I'm sort of, I sort of felt like there had to be some reason to remake it, even if they're trying to like be like camp or like lean into like how stupid such a premise would be. But again, I haven't seen, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen the original Space Jam when I was a kid, but it did not was not was not a memorable experience for me. Yeah. But it yeah, but it just like is it the same shtick like it with the new movie where it's just it's LeBron instead of Michael Jordan.
3: Yeah,
0: I think that's and it. Is
3: Bill Murray back too? <laughs> I don't think I don't know actually. Bill I... Murray's not in it. I don't think Newman didn't make the cut. <laughs>
2: well, oh.
1: I think the difference is that in the first space jam, we fought the aliens on Earth, but I think in this one we're playing the aliens in space. Mm. I think. I'm uh. also kind of embarrassed that I know that it's getting bad reviews. I actually don't even know how I know that. Mm. I just Yeah, it just that makes sense. Like, the second <laughs> half of a home and home series. Uh-huh. It
0: also seems weird that this kind of movie would get bad reviews. It's like exactly it seems True. very formulaic as far as what it's supposed to do. And I think Greg, you're right that it's just, it's just, uh, it's for kids now who maybe don't know who Michael Jordan is and they know who LeBron but is. I think,
3: I think a parallel here might be the uh, like star Wars episode one. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like the original star Wars episode four, for those of you listening at home, the, um, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. The dialogue is kind of terrible. There's like lots of ridiculous. But we, we grew up with it and loved it yeah, and right. thought like this was all awesome. Right. And then episode one comes out. and We're like, what the hell is this? Because yeah. we're like, oh, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's not really any more ridiculous than the original. It just didn't have the nostalgia factor right. with it. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so I, I so do. I you, love Star Wars. going to suffer. From that.
0: Maybe, maybe. It's definitely, it's going to suffer from people I, who I, saw I, the original. Um, it looks like everybody's frozen except
2: for me right now.
0: Hello. I uh, just tend to be
2: perfectly still a lot, so I, that might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, I don't know, the analogy that I was sort of, looking for was like there was like the campy adam west batman from the 60s and if somebody said like i'm going to remake batman as that campy version
1: Mm -hmm.
2: like they, i would assume it would be a higher quality today even though the campy batmans were silly but i feel like if you went into it with a sort of intentional camp attitude. There would actually be a higher degree of quality, even if it was the same, you know, pow, bop, you right. know, you know, belt that has every ridiculous thing and, and you know, go-go dancing or whatever. So I felt like there, I would assume that's sort of the same attitude you go in with a remake of Space Jam. It's like, okay, the p- people who grew up with it probably do know it was ridiculous, but let's lean into what we liked about it and what was fun about it, sort of in a winking way, and I assume in that way that would make it—I don't want to say better, but well, maybe yeah, better. Is, there, is everyone following me, or am I, I, I am I'm following
3: you? I, I don't—I just don't know that they did that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's what I assume they would—they would try to do. If somebody, if, you know, if they—they they told me if that was my latest projects, you know, Greg, Space Jam with LeBron James, do it. <laughs> yeah, green light it. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And if to defend,
1: we should have had more meetings.
2: Yeah, about the yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> we, should, we should have more meetings. And I'll admit, I don't take notes, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and I want to defend a new hope a little bit. Um, <laughs> sure. Because one, it doesn't have it doesn't have a Jar Jar Banks.
1: Sure.
0: And. Yeah. Um, it's just it, it's the a- whole movie flows really well. There's no downtime and it's got some beautiful shots like the shot with the purple sky and the twin sons when he walks out of his aunt and uncle's little mm-hmm. Adobe or whatever, uh, and <laughs> just like longingly looks in the distance, as this young kid who wants to do more with that, with the music, with Luke's theme playing, that's that's just yeah. one of the most beautiful shots in movies.
3: Now that's I, and that's fair, and it's a great movie. Like mm-hmm. I love the movie, I absolutely do, but I don't think it's, I don't think anyone who loved it, um, really like, judged it based on some of the like the same way they judged, Episode One when it came out. That's anyway. probably
0: true because because yeah. of the age. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They're like, oh this this dialogue is crap. I'm like, well
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what my uh you know what my Star Wars hot take is?
1: Mm, okay.
0: It's that the sequels are worse than the prequels.
1: Wow, that is hot. I disagree, but that's okay. fine.
3: I haven't seen them all. I saw the one I, where they blew up the Death Star again, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I guess I've s i have guess we're back around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. That's that's kinda
0: my reasoning. It's just like nothing interesting happens. It's just, they do the same shit all over again. And the prequels, the acting is terrible, especially from Hayden Christensen. Yes. Agreed. Some, there's a lot of cheese balls, especially with Hayden Christensen and, and, and um, Natalie Portman. But the actual, like the storyline is really good Mm -hmm. as far as like using a trade war to kind of using these trade tariffs to kind of spur on a war where you're playing both sides and how Anakin becomes bad. I would have liked the sequels more if you, I would like to see how the first, how the like, these like probably dissenting warlords from a broken empire kind of form this first order.
1: That would have been good. Yeah. That would have been good. I have have one last piece of trivia about episode four that I've only learned in like the last three or four years, I found it to be mind blowing. And it's that when they originally shot it, you know, at the end it's so tense. The death star is about to like pass behind the moon and be able to shoot Yavin. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we have to blow up the death star. That was not in the original script that all only came in editing. They found out that it wasn't exciting enough. Ah. Like originally the death star wasn't anywhere near yet that's all in editing so whenever you hear somebody talk about how we're gonna blow up the the, the rebel base it's all given off screen what like, yeah nobody yeah. when they shot it they it was never planned for it to be that like his wife fixed that in editing essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. wow really oh yeah God. and then and it's very obvious now when you rewatch it like whenever you talk about how like uh, three minutes until the base is like within mm-hmm. range. It, it's all told with graphics on screen and like voice recorded voiceover.
0: Does that include, um, you know, when Tarkin is like threatening to blow up Alderaan so that Leia will give him the location of the Rebel base? No, because
3: he he does blow that up.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I know he blows up Alderaan, but um, yeah, I guess that because he because he's trying to get the location of the Rebel base. But I guess in the original, they don't actually get to the rebel base. Hmm. Uh, I'll need to rewatch that right after I watch uh, the story about the Coleman, the king of bodybuilding. Yeah. Well, other movies. um, We've got a little segment we call Hit by a Pitch, where we get pitched by a sports movie. And G-Force, do you got a sports movie for us?
2: Oh, I got a sports movie for you guys. So... Anyway, one of my favorite, just sort of baseball sports movies slash stories is the 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 eight men out, like the you know the you know World Series Black Sox scandal. Again, I'm I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with with that. But it's when mm-hmm. like you know, the White Sox were paid by paid off to throw the World Series in 1919, I believe, and paid so- by Madoff. Paid off.
3: oh paid off. Okay. Cut out for a second. I was like, "Wow, this goes all the way back." Yeah, <laughs> that's what started it. as
2: snowballed, and Bernie made off. <laughs>
3: that's yeah. why he had
0: to keep covering his losses.
2: Yeah. 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 Wow. It, it was an intergenerational. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but I'm thinking. All right. So that's a great story, great movie. It's already been made. But what's the second most? like greatest uh, World Series scandal of all time and that's the Houston Astros sign uh-huh, stealing uh-huh. scandal <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. so I'm thinking when you think about it when you really dig into it there are a lot of parallels and I want to tell the story of the Houston sign stealing scandal like Eight Men Out so with lots of old timey language <laughs> 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 love it right and so the overall like thesis of Eight Men Out from you know, like movie book and whatever was like, you know, the owners and the gamblers really screwed over the players. Like the players are really getting paid like absolutely nothing in, in those in that era, and it's like makes the case pretty persuasively, in my opinion, that's like okay, yeah, sure, they did pay, you know, they took a dive that for money, but it was a lot of money, and they needed the money, <laughs> you know. It, it's and like everybody else was getting rich off of them accept them and i think to, for this story this houston actually the, the houston story i think it'd be funny i mean i mean and accurate it'd be like it's the players who kind of screw over everyone else like the wholesome owners and like the gamblers because <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're the ones who organize the side stealing and i'm just thinking be like oh, oh you know like all oh, these like the owners like oh boy we're gonna have a Good clean World Series, aren't we? The, the, the players are just like, yeah, so sure we are. And, and gamblers, I think, because wasn't that when was um, sports betting like online interstate legalized? Because this was in 2018, Nine. was the World Series, right?
3: I mean, in some ways, it's not like you can play. Like the apps and stuff are only legal. In yeah, if
2: you're in certain states. But I know yeah. it's sort of like there was more. I just wasn't that the chain over when like you had sites like FanDuel and whatever being like, well, oh, what like, we they do is a gambling. Not gambling. So yeah, it's not gambling. It's not gambling too. Now it's like you want to gamble, you want to gamble. Come-
3: <laughs> yeah, well, they all got shut down because of the not gambling thing. They're like the the government was like, yeah, this is gambling. Yeah, which they haven't yet done for Robin Hood, but, you know, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in this story, I think like we can fudge the facts a little, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a movie. It's a movie. But I feel like it's like these wholesome you know, tech guys, they want to create a good way to gamble. It's like, oh, boy, people finally they can gamble on their favorite sports. And, but but all these greedy players, they're mm. trying to juke juke the stats <laughs> with their side stealing. People are trying to make an honest gamble out there. Oh, but these those overpaid players Or an
3: honest billion dollars.
2: Or exactly, whatever. Yeah. exactly. That that's the that's the gist of my pitch. It's eight men. It's I don't I can I don't have a snappy pitch for it. The snappy title for it yet. So we'll mm. call it. I don't know. The Houston Astros are cheaters as a, <laughs> as a working title. A working title. <laughs> but again, lots of old timey language. I think this, if was just old timey, it's like, man, okay, See, we're going you know, to, you know, if I cough like this, meh, meh, that means it's a fastball. <laughs> <laughs> and we go, <laughs> it's going to be a coiv.
0: Bang on the drum, hey! <laughs>
1: if you if you really wanted to do an old timey baseball movie, what you could do is do because you know that there's like old time baseball leagues.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Old uniforms and they like pay, play without gloves and all this. They like use like outdated rules. You could do a movie about one of those teams trying to throw the 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 champion. <laughs> <laughs> Like nobody cares <laughs> oh I love
0: that there's like oh, oh we yeah. really gotta make it old timey by throwing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well all- <laughs> and
1: <they're>
2: all- because <laughs> of because of inflation it would be like exactly the same amount of money as in like 1918 like 1919 yeah. 19 dollars like because then it's just like you know I want a thousand dollars a game <laughs> to throw it and it's like a thousand dollars you could get a you could get a mansion for that kind of that kind of buddy. Holy macaroni.
0: <laughs> Who is the owner of the Houston Astros? John, do you know?
3: Oh yeah, it was uh um, it's not for Tita. You know.
2: Dick uh, Cheney was it? It was <laughs> oh. that changes the vibe of the story completely.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't remember the guy's
2: name now. let's like, um, say it's Dick Cheney. And so again, it's like Dick Cheney as the final to... hero.
0: He goes home. He's he,
2: the hero because it's like, oh boy, you know. After being vice president, I just want to run a good, wholesome baseball team.
0: Yeah, and he <laughs> he goes home. Uh, he talks to Liz Cheney at like Thanksgiving, and he's just like all distraught. It's like I can't. I, I just want to run a wholesome game, but these these players are just it's they want backhand players. deals. I <laughs> want unfair deals that you know <laughs> where there's not 11 there's not, uh, a, there's not, um, it's it's no no bid, whatever the bla- the the uh, Halliburton term the no was. No bid contract. Yeah. No
2: bid. Oh yeah. People say you don't have a heart. That's technically true, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what they mean. I have a soul. Tear runs down his face.
0: Yeah. And he gets. He's the one who gets shot in the face at the end. So-
1: <laughs> By Alex yeah.
2: Cora. Yeah. I don't know because I know this the um, Eight Men Out story is like the origin of the "Say It Ain't So, Joe" mm-hmm. yeah. expression. So it's like I don't know what the updated version of that would be and how we'd fit um, that in there somewhere. But it th- again, it's too. too- I don't know who, hold on. Look it up. I mean, have to I'm like, looking up, I'm going to look up the extensive Wikipedia page about the
3: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, Yeah, uh-huh. so it ain't, say, Altuve or that <laughs> 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 sounds okay. like an A2 Brute or something. <laughs> A2 Altuve. <laughs> Would you call it- I think you'd have to go with Altuve as the guy to rhyme with, because he was, he's sort of yeah. the face of the, yeah. the team, even though he wasn't the ringleader in the science fielding. What were you we, going to ask,
1: Sean? Oh, well, do we know who the ringleader was? Who was the...
3: Well, the ringleaders, I think, were, I mean, Carlos Beltran mm. was the big guy behind the scenes and um, Alex Cora. Um, and so I don't, the, I mean, the players were involved, but it was like, it was like the coaches who were sure. running it. Mm-hmm. And Beltran was a former player, and he was, like, known when he was a player for being, like, really good at picking up signs and stuff in the kind uh, of, like, legal, like, the legal sign stealing.
1: Got it, yeah.
3: Um, yeah.
0: No,
1: I mean, if you have a skill.
3: Yeah, yeah <laughs> got
0: to use it. Yeah, yeah. Put on this earth for one reason.
2: Right. Legal cheating. Legal cheating.
0: Well, thanks, GeForce. We're greenlighting. Um, All whatever, right. Working title: The, the Bad Astros. <laughs> the Bad, bad News Astros. The Bad News Astros. So, following the finals, I, I can't imagine being either Drew Holiday, Middleton, or Devin Booker, especially Booker, having lost. They're going. They're flying like tonight or tomorrow to Tokyo for the Olympics.
1: Oh right.
0: And that's just yeah. that's got to be tough. Um, Are they all going to go still? I don't know. I uh, mean, they knew this was going to happen, right?
3: Well, they didn't know they were going to make the, the. That's
0: true, but five, even six games, even a week ago, they didn't back out.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I hope they go because the U.S. might not freaking mm-hmm. win without him.
0: Quite honestly. Well, Sunday the U.S. plays their first game. Against Team France, and I will be 100% rooting for France and FIBA Frank. The starting point guard for France, Frank Nilikina. This is, this is... I mean, I, I, I'm i pretty sure he's not going to be on the Knicks next year. But this is his last chance to prove himself
1: <laughs> before
0: <laughs> they have to make a decision on his restricted free agency.
1: I feel like this is your second Star Wars hot take of this that you're rooting for France against the U S. Eh? Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: the, now I'm the super villain. I am rooting for France against the U S. Uh, I am rooting for Frank and I hope, uh, I hope Rudy. I like Rudy Gobert. I like their two man game and I'm just rooting for, um, Tibbs to watch it and be like, wow, I made a mistake not playing him this year. It's a real underdog story. See, that's a sports movie to beat the Americans.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> basketball. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but John, are you going to be
3: watching any uh, Olympic basketball? You think? Uh, probably not live, but I'll definitely, mm-hmm. um, I'll definitely try and catch. Yeah, because like, it's uh, in
0: early in the morning.
3: Yeah, yeah, but um, no, I'm psyched. I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's wide open. Yeah, the U.S. team is deeply flawed, um, and. Like other teams, you know, they've caught up a little bit. I, I think the U.S. will win mm-hmm. ultimately, but um, it should be exciting.
0: Right. It's not the best. I mean, like LeBron's not there. Um, and others. Yeah, he's in space. <laughs> Hard, Harden's not there. Yeah. Saving Earth, playing for Earth's glory. <laughs> yeah, he has more
2: important things going on. <laughs> yeah. <up>. Cut, cut <laughs> Team USA some slack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Sh- Sean, do you watch the Olympics at all?
1: I usually do, but I made the decision that not to watch this year because of um, the Shakari Richardson incident. Ah, uh, so like, oh, okay. But that... Also, I know that locally, a lot of people are against it going on just because of pandemic stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand as well. So for those two reasons, I'm like, I guess I'm not going to watch this year. They're not going to miss me. It's, <laughs> they have no pool.
0: Did, but, um, on your show, Stoner Morning Show, have you talked about Shikari Richardson?
1: we did but I mean not enough we were all just in agreement that it was bogus you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, I think she'll be alright it'll yeah Yeah. she's seen as like a hero I feel like now
0: yeah and once um, weed becomes legal everywhere and there's like weedies she'll be on the weedies box (laughs) there you go
1: wow greenlit
0: greenlit that that was
1: brilliant
0: uh greg do you greg do you watch the olympics at all
2: i'll watch like the opening ceremonies and you know that sort of the the i guess the ceremonies for lack of a better word so i think that would be that'll be interesting to see without a crowd like how they're going to Mm -hmm. uh, handle a a big massive empty stadium like every country going and entering and silence like I don't I, I feel like they I have to think of something but I'd be curious as to what that'd so, be very anticlimactic I feel so
0: uh two things I want to mention before the yeah. end of the show so the the greatest sumo wrestler of all time his name is Hakuho and he like he kind of he was he's near the end of his career but he wanted to do he he said his last basho, which is a tournament, was going to be the one, it, the July one, close to in twenty twenty, because he wanted it to be around the Olympics, so people could watch that and the Tokyo Games. Um, so he ended up postponing that till this year. He won the tournament, um, a week ago. Uh, and if a yokozuna, he's a yokoz, he's the yokozuna status, is is competing in the tournament. They open each day with this like special dance that only a Yokozuna can perform. It's, oh. it's pretty cool. And supposedly he's gonna do that in the opening ceremonies. So I'm psyched for that. It is cool. Number two, um, today the JSA, which is the Japan Sumo Association, promoted Terunofuji to Yokozuna status. Uh, well-deserved Terunofuji. Fuji. Yeah.
1: Larry, have you ever watched sumo wrestling in Madison Square Garden? I know it's there sometimes.
0: No, I, I
3: haven't. Yeah,
1: it's it has been there. John yeah. G.
3: Nope.
1: Yeah. Oh
3: no. I watched a tractor uh, tractor <laughs> pull there. Not a tractor pole but like uh, some sort of Not some, some sort of something to that uh, like that. <laughs> like monster it was truck. Pretty awesome. They like filled it with dirt and. So wait, what is the, what are they doing? It's just a, it's a truck pulling a tractor? I feel like, or, I feel like it wasn't a tractor pull. It was something similar. The monster oh, truck? Was it a supercross? Is it like a world strongest
0: man thing pulling a tractor? No, no. It's like tractors pulling other tractors. I don't know, I don't
1: really remember. <laughs> it's been a while, it's oh, been a man. while. I think oh. if you go back and look. I think if you remember what automobiles you were watching that you could backtrack and figure out what the event was. If it was monster trucks, it was probably monster trucks racing.
2: John, were you just watching Maybe them build carts. the stadium? I <laughs> no,
1: I actually went,
3: like, this was like, right after I first moved to New York. Uh,
0: like well, I, no, heard, I heard Madison Square Garden is the Mecca, I gotta go, and this is where- yeah, exactly,
2: went that was
3: <laughs> the first time I went to Madison Square Garden.
2: But they were just redoing remodeling, and he saw no, some like, <laughs> like, I'll look it up. They're like, wow. It's, it's like men in hard hats, like, whoa, this is a crazy team sport they got going on. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, were, they were working together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah, you, you got to have skill, got to have strength.
1: Sure.
0: Who was the basketball player nicknamed Tractor Trailer?
3: Robert Tractor, tr- Robert Trailer. Okay. From Michigan. Okay.
0: So well, maybe he Dave's was, trailing. maybe that's what you saw. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Um, Greg, G-Force, anything to promote before you get out of here?
2: I have nothing to promote. <laughs>
0: Sean, anything to plug?
1: Um, I want to plug your show, Larry. If Thank you. you. Want to listen, to this, listen to more. Yeah.
0: Sure you could, subs- yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say it in a bit. John, anything, any final thoughts?
3: Um, okay, hold on. I found the tickets. Ooh. Wow. Um, uh, dang it. In a drawer? No, I found like I found the evidence of the ticket. <laughs> oh, emailed, oh, okay, okay. Like, so this is summoned. why there was dirt. Okay, this is why there was dirt. It was professional bull riders. That's I knew it was uh, like uh, a <laughs> like uh, lot of dirt. And the well, vehicle it was
0: awesome. Was it was a awesome. bull.
3: Okay. Uh nothing to nothing to plug um for me either, except professional bull riders. Everyone mm-hmm. go out, and watch them. PBA and is it,
0: or PBR. PBR is the name of the league, yeah.
1: Yep. And I know this for a fact, Pluto TV, does anyone look, look, watch Pluto TV on Ro, the Roku? I don't, but I know of it. They're adding a professional bull riding channel. 24 hours of professional bull riding. Wow.
2: <laughs> it's a lot of bull riding.
1: I want a BattleBots channel. I love watching robots yeah.
2: fight each other. I love
0: that. <laughs> uh, that might exist. That, that's what G4 was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> You think that's that'll be at the Japan Olympics? Yeah, you would think. <laughs> they have the technology.
0: <laughs> but uh, all all the all the robots got COVID. Oh, uh, gee.
1: Mm. You guys have never seen BattleBots? I have.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, BattleBots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still it's still on. Still no, on. like some of them. Oh, like I just chainsaws. loved it back in the day. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the the gist of it. You can just replay the 90s. Movie. You're missing, I'm done. You're missing some crazy robots. Yeah.
0: Supposedly like they've kind of reinvented the game. It's similar to like Mori ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's Mori ball?
0: That that's uh what um the GM of the Houston Rockets Started implementing maybe ten year, 10, 12 years ago. It's just it's going small and and emphasizing shooting three pointers basically,
3: uh, and then shooting like three pointers and like close-in shots. Yeah,
0: maybe not shooting any long two pointers. I get it. I yeah. see. Yeah. Smart sounds yeah. smart. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of smart guys, I am at Larry the Athlete on all social media. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook. Um, One of these days I'm gonna make a LinkedIn and you can follow me there. And you can subscribe to Larry Knows Sports or rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams and may the rest of your days be days of thunder.